I know it's supposed to be a diss track, but why is it complimenting me so much? Gamer Pops Radio is on the air! It's the Greg and Jeff Show on Gamer Pops Radio. Just two guys talking about parenting, video games, toys, and anything else that's on their minds. Now, your hosts, Greg Pickin and Jeff Peters. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the Greg and Jeff Show on Gamer Pops Radio, episode number six. Lucky number six. All right. And I'm Jeff. Ooh, does that Peters. mean we're in the six? We, dude, we've already done the Drake jokes in another podcast. Oh. Okay, check out our Uncharted 4 review for some serious drakeage. Yeah! Well, <laughs> or, or something. Uh, I'm Jeff, that's Greg. Hi, Greg. Hey, Jeff. How's it rolling? <laughs> it, it's it's rolling. So we had a few things. Let, let's just get right into this because there's a few articles that we need to talk slash rant about. And why not start off with maybe the biggest gaming news in terms of our neck of the woods with kids and family games and whatnot. It's time, Greg, to take a 40 and pour one out for Disney Infinity. It had a good run. Well, it had a run, but it's time to say the last rights and put it it away because it's... um, it, along with Disney Interactive Studios, is no longer a thing, unfortunately. Yeah, this this isn't just Disney canceling Disney Infinity. This is Disney canceling video games, which is not a surprise because we've seen over the last few years they've cut back significantly, you know, to the point where it really was just Disney Infinity and some apps. So what they're going to be doing at the corporate level is basically just looking at licensing only. So... You know, you'll still see the Disney characters pop up in games, but it'll only be in games that are developed by third-party licensees. So, in other words, expect a lot of apps. Hopefully, still get your uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts game every now and then. You know, who knows where else they might appear. I mean, I'm now that there's Disney Lego figures, minifigures, uh, I'm really holding out hope for a Lego Disney video game, which I think would be phenomenal mm. um, and would probably be a hell of a lot better than Disney Infinity ever was. So, rolling over to that one, I'm not terribly disappointed by the fact that Disney Infinity is canceled because, you know, frankly, it was it just never got there. You know, it was never that game that, you know, that I wanted it to be and that it could be. Now, the disappointing part is that, as we discovered post-cancellation, what was rumored to be the, the sort of premise for Disney Infinity 4 would be the game that it actually should have been in the first place, which is crossing all of the universes. So instead of having a Disney game and then a Marvel game and then a Star Wars game, but letting you, oh, if you want to play, you can play in this toy box, but like make up your own stuff, whatever. The next one would have actually been that world-spanning game, which that could have been awesome. <laughs> you know, why no why now why why did it take them three games to finally figure out that's what they needed to do like i and i don't want to hear i've ranted about this before but don't give me oh there's the toy box no 
The toy box is create your own. People don't like to create their own things. Some people do, but most people don't. It's why Project Spark died an, an unglorious and unceremonious death this week. It's it, People don't want to... There just isn't a mass market for people who want to create things. It's great that you could create, you know, mix things together in toy box, but we needed an adventure that we could have played that that put brought all those different worlds together something that you designed for us already and that's and, that was one of the, the biggest advent- failings of disney infinity and yeah. they never got it and it's too little too late now yeah the the in the first version with the three disney movies was pretty good um like small scale but pretty good but then once you get into um you know all the other stuff it was just ugh. You know, like the Marvel one was just weak, especially compared to Lego Marvel. You know, it was just inadequate. And then you look at the Star Wars one. I mean, again, compared to Lego Star Wars, which came out years ago, infinitely better game than Disney Infinity. So, yeah, it's one of those things where it's kind of disappointing that it's gone because it'll never be what it could have been. But it deserved to die for what it was, which was not good enough. Yeah, and the, I, and I'll tell you the toys to light the toys of video games the market is already starting to show signs of what happened to the music game market where it got oversaturated and the interest is being lost and we're going to start to see the 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 weakest players are getting weeded out now. I mean, yep, Skylanders is going strong, but I, I find there isn't as much momentum there. Amiibo or Amiibo, they're almost a separate category under themselves uh, just because of what they do. But uh, Lego Dimensions, I mean, it did well, I'm sure, but I'm not sure how much it moved the needle. We're starting to see now the market recede a little bit. There's too much out there. The, the, the losers are going to die, basically, yeah. right? And, and I, I think I that's something we'll see what we're happening here. Yeah, and I think the, like, the problem with Skylanders is... You know, they're just, they need to come up with something, right? And it's just, whatever that something is, isn't there right now. Mm-hmm. For what's what's the next thing that's going to make Skylanders, you know, appealing. Lego Dimensions, the first game was, was good. Since I had a fairly tepid response to it, we've since purchased a lot of figures. <laughs> Mostly on <laughs> sale and that, but I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, okay, so look at the Lego blind bag figures. Those are $4 a pop. Yeah, I'm talking Canadian prices, so mm-hmm. bear with me if you're not in Canada. But those are $4 a pop. When you buy a, Le- a, a Lego Dimension set, you get a minifigure. Not a lot of unique figures, unfortunately. I think you know, a number of them we've seen before. But you, know, you get some cool you know, things here and there. Um, but you also get the extra vehicle pieces. So if you can get them for like 10 bucks for a fun pack or, you know, if, I mean, if you can save a third to a half off the price, you know, you're, you're doing good. And the value is actually there because you can play with these with your regular Lego pieces. Mm. And in fact, all you really need are the bases. You can just lose the Lego minifigures entirely, which happens. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Unfortunately, but you know, you have that option. So I think this, I think that one has the chance to, you know, to hang around a lot longer um, also, you know, we've only had the first two iter- or the first iteration of the game, and then presumably this summer, or actually next month, I guess at E3, we'll probably get the second iteration. And I mean, we know what it's going to be, I think, because the model is there. It's just, I think, the big question is, okay, who's it going to be this time? Because 
you know, obviously the last one pulled in so many, uh, you know, interesting things and uh, and worlds. Like we saw we saw a Doctor Who in a video game fighting with Batman. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So Lego Dimensions, you know, has the chance to to really create some interesting and unique things. And this you know, is we'll, what Disney Infinity should have done. Yeah, not necessarily with Lego, but you know, found a way to bring the worlds together. Like Lego Dimensions did what Disney Infinity should have done and didn't do, and that's why it's gone, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, for like Disney is obviously an extremely dollar-conscious company, so it wasn't working out. And the worst part is, and this is why it's much much more sensible for them to be in licensing, is now they're sitting on all this inventory, and their their retailers are sitting on all this inventory. You know that's that's not something that that businesses like to see. Nope. So the good news is, I mean, I will say the figures themselves were actually really nice. So, you know, if you liked the figures, you're probably going to be able to get some decent deals in the oh, next little yeah. while as as the clearances hit. So Walmart was near my my work was pushing them. Uh, uh, they had them front and center, uh, and I didn't look at the prices. But if you don't have deals yet. Just wait. There will be clearance sales on a lot of these bad boys. I think. Yeah, I mean, and once they hit like the five dollar mark, I might pick hand pick a few, just because you know we can still do the toy box mode. But I don't know. It's I mean, it's not. They're not as inter. They're they're not as multifunctional as other things like like the Lego Dimensions, and uh, you know, in a lot of cases, they're just gonna sit there and collect dust. So yeah, we'll see. I'll probably grab a couple of more interesting ones. Hey, remember a few E3s ago when we went and Disney Interactive had a massive booth and all these different games that they were showing and how they how they were like a big time publishing company? Remember they showed us that game and then they canceled it? <laughs> the Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean one? Oh yes, yes. That would look good. But yeah, Disney, you know, Disney used to have a much more significant presence, you know, and now Nothing. it's going to be, you know, match 3 games and endless runners and you know that Disney Magic Kingdoms game that I played for a day and then deleted. Disney Art Academy. Yep. So it'll be there'll be no shortage of Mickey and Minnie and company. But you know, Just, if you want if you want to look for good games from Disney, I don't know. Hope for a Lego game. <laughs> Which, believe me, I am. Yeah. I so want a Lego Disney game. And I think that that period of time a few years back was peak family gaming. I know I don't don't like using the term peak so and so all the time, but you know there were so many options and so many publishers and so many games for for games for kids and for families to play together and whatnot. And that's just you don't see that much anymore. There's there's well, still can a I few. add something to that list? Sure. It was the golden age of the Wii. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, how many? I'm look. I'm sitting here in my basement, and I'm looking at my video game wall, and the number of Wii games that I have. There's a lot of them, and a lot of them were those kind of movie cash-ins and you know party games, and less less than spectacular titles, but yeah, you know, they still they were there. Now yeah. now we're in a world where, and I mean, I'm sure there's sales numbers to support this, but there just aren't family games anymore. It's all. You know, other than the Lego games, other than the toys to games and the Nintendo titles, mm-hmm. you know, families have kind of either been abandoned or have abandoned the consoles. And yet, for some reason, Jeff Keighley is creating a kid-centric gaming awards show. 
Just give it to Minecraft and and then spend the other 59 <laughs> minutes running commercials. Oh, no, wait. That's basically what the Video Game Awards already are. All right, let me just start off the top here with why I think the Video Game Awards are stupid, and I'm sure this one will be just as bad. If you look at the Oscars or the Grammys or the Emmys, what are they? They're a celebration of the best in that industry over the past year. So they look at the highlights. They recognize the successes in that. What are the video game awards? It's commercials for games that you can buy next year. <laughs> and and uh, I mean, it's it's cliche to make this complaint, but the awards are like third string on that show. Oh, yeah. You know, the, uh, most of a lot of award shows have the lesser awards that nobody cares about that we presented in a separate ceremony before the show. That's 85% of the ga- video game awards awards and some big ones are done, oh, this was a award. I don't even think they award them before the show. They just go, oh, and this game also won this game, this award and that award and this award and that award. And it's just like, like I know they, they started changing the name a little bit. Like, was it the VGX this year or something like that? But it's still a video game award show, but it's really not. It's no, it's dumb. just an excuse just... to roll out trailers and go, ooh, look, trailers. It's E3.5. Yeah. In a way. And I mean, you're actually, it's funny because you say that we're actually seeing E3 shift more and more, or the companies that used to be at E3 shifting more and more to uh, getting out of the E3 game. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, following Nintendo's example in some cases, or, you know, if you're Disney, just not doing games anymore. <laughs> yeah. But there's, there is that shift in how people are engaging, and apparently things like the, uh, you know, the VGA Awards... You know, yeah. Nobody actually cares about the awards, and I mean, it's not even like a a subtle thing. Like nobody cares about the awards. People just care. Oh, there's going to be a new, uh, you know, the first look at the next X, or we're going to get a new trailer for this exciting game that's iterating on a franchise seventy times a year. Yeah, I I don't so, even yeah, know the what they're going to do. The kids show sounds great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I hope they get the stars of all of my favorite Nickelodeon and Disney Channel shows to appear. <laughs> I, I don't know if they'll actually do that. I but. don't know either. I, I, I can't wait to... I don't want to say it's going to be a good train wreck watching, but I I just want to see what this looks like. And there, I, like you said, it's going to be Minecraft and some Nintendo titles winning everything. Yeah, I think the ultimately, you know, if you want to describe this in a word inessential <laughs> i'm not even sure if that's a word if it's not it's a word now i just really how, the how, film i mean the video game awards at their best are inessential yeah. and the family video games and we're family gamers I, obviously i, I really but, hope uh, they get pewdiepie to present an award oh i i mean i'm hoping i'm really excited to see who wins the twitch streamer of the year award well they do that the video game awards a race are they going to move that to the kids or are they going to have a separate kids you know kid focused streamer because i know my kids watch a whole lot of youtube and they watch a whole lot of people on youtube like are they going to sort of spread it out so like the more adult oriented youtubers are on the video game awards proper and the more kid friendly and why am i talking about this (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. can, let's, can we move on I just the, I, I can't. Well, let me just tell a quick anecdote 
a, a week ago, my 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 wife and I are chatting, and my daughter comes over and she joins in the conversation, to and she's talking about her favorite YouTuber, and I kind of laughed and I said, "Hey, remember our favorite YouTuber when we were her age?" <laughs> oh no, because we didn't have that. Like, I understand, like it's just a whole new world, and it's not my world, but it's their world, oh, and we're getting. But old, check right? us out on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I know who my favorite YouTuber is. It's Gamer Pops. Yeah, my favorite YouTuber is you, Jeff. Oh, thank you, Greg. Watching you get schooled that. by your kids. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the greatest comedy show on the internet. You should watch. Never, you people should watch it more. It never stops being funny. All right, moving on. Hey, Greg. Guess what trailer I saw that uh, I'm very cautiously optimistic about for the movie. Well, I'm wondering if I saw the trailer too. Now, is it? Assassin's Creed. It certainly is. Yeah, it looks good. <laughs> it, it look, yeah, I thought it. I look. It, although apparently the the movie is going to be set a lot more in the modern day, which has people going, "Oh, this is going to suck." I'm one of those people that doesn't mind the modern day meta story, the conspiracy stuff, and all that other weird. For me, I mean, I felt the last few have suffered since. Spoiler alert: Desmond got killed. What? Um, shh. The, the game hasn't been as good since then because you lacked that anchor in the real world. And it was like, hey, generic person, here's a thing and stuff. And they've tried to push it forward. But I just I found it is not nearly as effective without having a, you know, a real presence there in the modern time. Yeah, it's I felt this separate. I know some people don't like it, but I mean. I don't know. I watched the trailer and I'm I'm excited for it. I'll, I'm I'll probably go watch it. I don't know if the weekend it comes out just because the schedule made out love, or maybe I'll go watch a late night show when everyone's in bed. Because, I mean, I think it captures what the games are about, and it's going to be a standalone story. So it's not even going to be retelling Ezio or Arno or 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 the the Fry Twins or whatever. It's going to be a holy, and they can get away with this because of the you know the lore of the game or the lore of the universe, right? They can yeah. just pick any old historical setting and, and run with that. So, And it's the Spanish Inquisition. And you know why that is? Because no coming. one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> right. So how long until Internet nerds and Assassin's Creed fanboys go, That's not what the Animus is like in the games. Why is he on a robotic arm? Uh. You know what? If it that's what it was like in the game, that would actually be cooler. It would be a lot cooler, actually. I mean, it makes more sense. We're just gonna like, you know, plug you into this machine and you sit there and passively experience. But it's also pretty cool to like see. Here's uh, you know, here's your dude, yeah. and he's like jumping around and flying all over the place. Like that's that's kind of cool. Here's the only problem: live action movies based upon video games have not had a great track record. And I think that's what a lot of people are concerned about. I mean, Assassin's Creed is over, kind of oversaturated as it is. I know people are going to be concerned about the movie following the same vein as other video game movies that just never captured the spirit of the game and were just, I don't know, was it like just cash-in. Well, I think like, the way it might work, and based on what we've seen, is this is really the, you know, more the concept of Assassin's Creed, whereas... Most video game movies that have gone horribly wrong, <laughs> Street Fighter. Wow. They don't. They try to do more with the actual content of the game, and don't just take 
you know, in a sense, what we're seeing in that trailer, take what works, work with it, and leave the rest behind. Mm-hmm. We we don't need a slavish, you know, we don't need a movie version of any of the Assassin's Creed games because we've played them and we've enjoyed them as games. Yeah. And they were great interactive experiences. So do we want to do that, you know, redone? And I think that's where a lot of these kind of ideas fall apart is it's trying to recreate a game. Well, to have a game, but just take the concept. In this case, dude has DNA that lets him see things that happened in the past and funky machine makes it possible and then throw in some parkour and ninja stuff. Yeah. You know, okay, I'm I'm in. By focusing on the modern day stuff a little bit more, maybe they'll they won't fall into the traps of like I think this that's what the point you're trying to make. It's they'll they can maybe do something a little bit different that won't make it suck like other video game movies have in the past. So Ca- yeah. call me cautiously optimistic. Uh, I'm not I'm not put off by the trailer. I mean, the trailers are usually some, you know, obviously to get you hyped for or whatever. So I'm sure that that's some of the biggest stuff. But I mean, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still not going to spend $1,200 on a pre-order that gets me a knife or a sword or whatever it was <laughs> and a ticket to the movie. But I'm still planning to go see the movie. So that's something. Yeah, same here. It uh, Like you said, yeah, it looks it looks good. Michael Fassbender, you know, generally enjoyable in things. You know, it's it it has a chance to be good. Yeah, and it's you know, and it's not slavishly beholden to the games, which is okay, because the games, the games, you know, they have a cool mythology to it. Yeah, but exactly. it just breaks down when, you know, you're into like the eighth game, that, you know, that's building. Oh look, it you know, we've added a new stripe over here. Well, that, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, I thought Syndicate was much better than unity so they got some stuff right so and hopefully a year off will make the games better so yeah we'll we'll see Uh, here's an interesting thing that happened actually today the day of recording this microsoft is releasing some old very old defunct xbox live gamer tags from now it sounds like what happened was these were gamer tags that were created for xbox live back when the original OG Xbox came out, and people never moved off of the OG Xbox uh, to the Xbox 360, and uh, and then by extension the Xbox One. So these like long defunct, haven't been used in like ten years type of gamer tags, and they're re-releasing like a million of these back in the general population for people to get. So maybe you weren't able to get Pwn the Noobs 420XXO uh, back when you signed up for Xbox Live, but now you can get that one now if you just check and see if it's available and you can switch your gamer tag. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great. Greg, you can finally get Boobs and Butts 469 like you always wanted. We can spend like the next five minutes coming up with top xbox live gamer tags that we wish we could get now that that we think we can get now that it's uh all these new ones are made available yeah i just i mean <laughs> it, it's not like suddenly like greg is gonna be available and i'm like damn i want to get that it is just gonna be a bunch of horrible you know things <laughs> that might be of interest to like somebody but i mean that's cool you know i, I like when uh you know when companies do kind of go through and cull the list and that and there's certainly, you know, in most of those kind of networks, there's a lot of dead weight. So, mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Go for it, Microsoft. I kind of want to do a bit in the podcast where we sit, where we came up with uh, different 
uh, Xbox Live user tags that we might be able to get and see if we can plug them in the system and see if we can get them. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the South Park? This is just going to go on a little off, top, off topic, but have you seen the South Park episode where they're trying to start their, their internet startup company? Uh, no, I haven't watched Expo- uh, Xbox uh, South Park in a long time. Okay, so anyway, the joke is that like every name is taken for an existing startup company. Mm-hmm. So they're just putting in the most like vile, the disgusting things and they're still taken. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they settle on Washington Redskins because there's no copyright. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what I feel it would be. It's like, let's just put in things we can't say on a family-oriented podcast. Nope, that one doesn't work. Okay, how about this combination? Although we can't share the actual list, I'm reading it off of uh, Major Nelson's blog right now about the recycled Xbox gamer tags. We can't share the actual list. We can tell you that many of the available gamer tags are in the following categories: proper names, pop culture references, types of food, geography and travel, science and technology, math and numbers, animals, some of the greatest inventions of all time. It's exciting. That's a that's a really weird and like varied list i'm really trying to find uh you practice sign into xbox live to look for a game and i just i can't be bothered to look yeah and i mean at this point like do you want to change your gamer tag is that is that a thing people do well if you couldn't get you know one that you really wanted back you know back in the day and this this is a possibility like maybe i could get j peter's something something if i want to although i'd stick with papa juice for consistency purposes so i'm good with that but you know if you just gotta have smoke weed every day 420 haha lolol xxoxxo then now's your lucky day hurrah yay (laughs) (laughs) so you know what hey better um better that it happened than not but who knows if it's you know yeah good luck to anybody who's going after uh you know a new thing (laughs) new gamer tag get all tell all the 12 year olds to go find their um there's their curse words and racist stuff and whatever you think uh, anyway this is why i don't game online anymore another okay back to family gaming news so I reviewed Yokai Watch a long time ago, and the and it's something that my kids sort of got into a little while back. They have their phases; they go through different properties that they'll you know they 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 watch the Yokai Watch uh, shows on Netflix, and they got the the Yokai Watch watches and the little medallions and toys that go with them. They played the video game and all that, and it was announced that Yokai Watch Two is coming out in North America. And I think it's been out in Japan already. This is a Japanese thing. And, you know, in my review, I talked about how Yokai Watch really reminded me of Pokemon. There's a lot of similarities. Yokai Watch 2 is going full on Pokemon, I think. They're not even trying to be, like, subtly different anymore. The next, the Yokai Watch 2, to the point where Yokai Watch 2 is now going to have two different versions. Just like the Pokemon, every single Pokemon game has, each with its own rare yokai that can only be found in its unique game. Yokai Watch 2 Pony Spirits and Yokai Watch 2 Fleshy Souls. Fleshy Souls? <laughs> That's what that is. And Pony Spirits. I, I mean, see. given that one of their like first characters was basically a butt, <laughs> it doesn't entirely surprise me. It's but, a uh... little odd. Again, very Japanese. Yes, uh, but it's huge over there, eh? Like Yokai oh, Watch yeah. is like ma- it. I think it, the Yokai Watch movie there outsold Star Wars, the 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 Force Awakens, or something ridiculous like that. And that uh, was a good Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. But 
yeah and new toys and all this other stuff but it's just it's so funny that it's so like pokemon and it's getting even more like pokemon with each release it seems but i mean i i know i'm sure my kids when they see it release in north america they're gonna want to get it and watch the stuff and get the toys so i thought that was kind of funny that they're 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 just going full on hardcore Pokemon now, and not even trying to be different. It's awesome. Yep. And yet, still, let's just let's just jump back for a second. How has Pokemon never become a toys to game thing? Like, oh, I get the whole amiibo thing, but I still feel like Nintendo dropped the ball on that one. Give them time. I mean, one thing about Nintendo, they love money. Although, they do. although you're seeing, they just I saw an article today. They're looking into diversifying. In like not just video games, but like into medical devices, and they're making they're looking to making movies and stuff like that now. So they're they're kind of it's kind of weird to see that from them. But I guess adapt or die, right? Well, I mean, it makes sense if Tetris is getting a movie trilogy. How the heck is Tetris going to be a movie? What I don't know. Do? Is it going to start the 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 T block and the no 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 the, T block? You save for the sequel. Oh, you got to have T. Oh, okay. But like, you know, Michael Fassbender as L Block and uh what's a famous woman actor right now that can be another block and just I don't know. I don't want like I don't watch enough movies I think to know who the big stars are. Tom Cruise as the controversial you know, number 4 shape block that nobody likes to see in the game. You know, that kind and of Josh thing. Gad is the square. <laughs> If we'd have done more show prep, we'd have come up with much better, um, much better example casting for the Tetris movie. You know what? Honestly, I don't think you actually can. No, it is what it is. So it's just it's fascinating. I like. I wondered how Angry Birds could be made into a movie, but they did that. Who knows? And they could I'll do anything. Probably with Tetris. be seeing it this weekend. So I will let you know on next week's podcast how it's going. It'll be some live action thing with Shia LaBeouf having to arrange the blocks or something stupid like that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but it's being I think it's basically being made for a Chinese audience because it's being like made in China, funded by the Chinese. So I don't think it's actually going to end up being anything that'll appeal to North Americans outside of like a weird import niche. Hmm. But that's what it is. Well, they'll make anything into a movie these days. And this is why video game movies tend to suck. Yep. Uh, I, I've got nothing else. I mean, it's it, you know. Actually, I want to close on something, and it's something that you and I have talked about a little bit, and it's just more of a personal conversation. It's the you, you, we were talking the other day, and you brought up an interesting point about the state of video gaming news right now, and how like there there doesn't some for whatever reason it seems there doesn't seem to be as much. Well, to can talk I give my about. exact comment? Yeah, give your exact comment, please. I find the gamer pops. Twitter follow like the thing the places we follow or the accounts we follow through the Twitter through the Gamer Pops Twitter account just not interesting anymore. Like you know, I don't read stuff. It's and it, and it's yeah it's a number of factors. But I just find myself reading like my other tweet deck columns and paying far more attention to that than I do the game stuff. I'll tell you, I did a massive cull of my Twitter follows off my personal account. Like, I used to follow a whole bunch of gaming websites and gaming personnel and writers and things along those lines, like people who wrote for those websites. And I just found that there was, like, sometimes they had good insights in the tweets, but 80 95 80 90 percent of the time it was political this or personal thing that or some other unrelated thing. And it's like, 
you're going to go off topic every so often. That's fine. But I mean, I kind of follow this, these people for, and like, they're just, and just my Twitter feed was getting unmanageable. And I, I kind of got tired of the left wing politics and the other non relevant type of things to the point where, yeah, I think I'm going to start unfollowing some people. And my Twitter feed's a lot cleaner now. And it's, and it's not so unmanageable anymore. Like it's now I'm following the gaming sites to get the news. That's kind of what I want. And that's all I need. Cause you're right. It's like the, the, there's not as much interesting stuff on social media and with the, the with the, at least with Twitter anyways. Yeah, like personally, I mean, I find, and maybe it's just the f- a phase right now, but even going into E3, there's not really much I'm excited about. I keep forgetting I, E3's coming up. Like, the, yeah. usually we're hyped for that. Yeah, like, I mean, there's just, and I mean, like, there's no... The only thing that's really kind of standing out as as a curiosity is the NX, which we're probably I don't think we're gonna are we gonna, we're not gonna see that. I, I don't I, I don't think it's gonna be playable, but I think I mean they have to talk about it. Do they? Right? I don't. I thought they weren't. Well, it's coming out in March, so yeah. oh, well, they got it. Well, I don't know. We'll see if they talk. So they kind of I think they have to talk about it but and show it. They don't have it, to because they but, could just slap it onto a Nintendo Direct out of nowhere. Yeah, right? I mean. It's just because the eyes of the world will be on video gaming that month, so. Yeah, I guess so, but uh-huh. just but we know Nintendo doesn't doesn't really put as much into it anymore. Yeah, because they just do their Nintendo directs and yeah, no Nintendo NX at E3 2016. So it, like, well, it again, won't, they, they'll it t- won't I guess be... maybe they could still talk about it. Yeah, but actually, yeah, it's revealed won't be at E3 2016. That's yeah, weird. they'll have to talk about it and they'll have to make something of it because they're gonna have to get people excited after you know the wii u just never really got there i you thought know? we saw it to be a fine machine but it never got the mainstream appeal of the wii which is going to be hard to do anyways obviously yeah. but uh, i found it to be a solid machine but maybe they'll be able to get something going with uh with the nx and so yeah there's that and then but in terms of games like you know i look at the people who's you know i would look to for exciting announcements and I mean, I don't think there's any expectation that we'll get a new Elder Scrolls announcement. We might get a new Red Dead, whatever, uh, Red Dead Redemption sequel, which would be cool. Um, That would definitely be on my list. But just in general, I don't find myself terribly excited about a lot of stuff that's coming out. And I think part of it is there's just not as much stuff coming out. Or there's a lot of stuff, but it's just so iterative that you, you know, know. It's yeah, it's a good. That's an interesting point you make because now that I finish on Uncharted was Uncharted Four was the next game that I really wanted to really want to play, and I usually have sort of a queue of ga- upcoming games that I'm looking forward to playing, and Uncharted was there. With having with having to review Uncharted, usually I play video games like Uncharted over a course of months, like a couple hours here a week, a couple hours there a week. But because I had to review it, I had to get it done quicker. So I'm here now in mid-May, and there is nothing coming up in the near future that I'm. There's one game, Jeffrey. I, uh, well, no, for you, I I would like to still. I think I know what you're going to talk about. So, <laughs> it, it, but it, to me, I still don't even know what that game, quote unquote, is about, and it's coming out next month. Yeah, well, and, you know, so we're talking about De- uh, No Man's Sky, not Dead Man's Sky. That would be a very different game. Oh, I thought you were talking about Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball Part Three. <laughs> Jeff, you know me so well <laughs> that I would never talk about a game like that. <laughs> No, in in all seriousness, No Man's Sky is the the reason I bought a PlayStation Four. 
I still don't know if this game can possibly be good or if it's just going to be an example of a ridiculous amount of hype. But conceptually, I mean, it just looks amazing. <laughs> and I want to play it. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, you know, we'll see where it actually ends up being. But uh, yeah, but that, got... that for me right now is the game that I am most looking forward to. Yeah, but no more Uncharted games. In, I don't see anything come from uh, for an infamous game anytime soon, especially if Sucker Punch is making that rumored Spider-Man game, which I guess could be on the on my radar now because uh, I love what Sucker Punch has done with their recent games. What else? The Batman games seem to have just been ugh. Uh, and you know, two, the next two meters a ways off, and there's no Assassin's Creed game up this year. So I'm trying to think. Maybe the next game I'm kind of interested in is maybe the next Legend of Zelda game, whenever that comes out, whenever the NX gets uh, released, I guess March. Yeah, March, supposedly. So, so, so what am I going to do between now and March? <laughs> work besides work on my ferocious backlog. Yeah, you know, for me, it's going to be uh, that and Final Fantasy 15. I'm right. still not totally jazzed about this one because there's a lot about it that just kind of the broness kind of makes me cringe a bit. But I mean, it's Final Fantasy, so I will be obligated to play it, and I will most likely quite enjoy it. So you'll enjoy. I'm you'll down with enjoy that. Final Fantasy. Yeah. All right. Well, we've talked enough. I think. I think we've covered quite a bit of ground today. So we'll leave it at that for now. A little, uh, it's a, this one's been a little less happier than I would hope it would, but you well, got maybe, the death of a major we'll publishing it. company doesn't really help things. <laughs> yep. But uh, you know what? It was inevitable. Yep. So maybe the next one will be a little bit, maybe we'll have some better news for you for episode number seven. Well, one, all right, one thing I want to throw out for Disney that I wonder is if we might see like just a wholesale licensing, sort of in the way that EA has the license to produce... Star Wars video games. You know, I wonder if we might see something just as simple as that as like, all right, so all of like the Disney animated characters, um, yeah, Activision, you just bought it. I, I think it's going to be more spreading the love around because like you're, you're seeing some Disney stuff with the Nintendo right now uh, with Disney Art Academy. You, you've got your Kingdom Hearts. You've got, you know, all the and the and what are you going to do with the Marvel property? Right. Like, you know, OK, here's a cable. Spider-Man uh, Sucker Punch is possibly rumor to be making a spider-man game yeah. so maybe they're just going to spread things around to the highest bidder or whoever they think could do the best job i'm not sure if they're going to give one publisher exclusive race to anything from the sounds of it yeah well we'll find out and yep. possibly we'll even play some of those games you know well, i'm sure i, I mean will. i i said it last time i love the idea of a sucker punch spider-man game yeah you know we've seen some good spider-man games Beanox made a couple of good ones but We've never seen like a great game, and I think that there's the potential for Sucker Punch to get there. All right. Well, with that, I think we will say sign off for another episode of the Greg and Jeff Show on Gamer Pops Radio. And you know, if you want to listen to past episodes of this podcast or some of our other offshoot podcasts, you can check us out on SoundCloud. Uh, you can check us out. Uh, I think we're on we're on iTunes, we're on iTunes, right? We're on iTunes. Yep. Yeah. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. And you can and we have a website gamerpops.com, Twitter gamerpops, yeah, we're on Facebook date gamerpops, various different other places so you can check us out at all those different places and like us, subscribe on iTunes, all that wonderful stuff and we'll, you know, we're going to keep pumping these out as long as people want to keep listening to them. Yep. So, enjoy folks. Yeah. Enjoy and we will talk to you again real soon. <laughs>